A lot of people change diapers. A lot of people need diapers so they can change. And today is the beginning of Diaper Need Awareness Week. And when I think diapers, I think Addie DeVivo. She's with Will I Wellness to talk about a lot of things that are going on regarding the diaper bank here in Wyndham. Addie, good morning. Thanks for joining me today. What is Diaper Need Awareness Week about? Good morning, Wayne. Thanks for always uh, letting me come talk about diapers, and I appreciate it. Diaper Need Awareness Week is an opportunity for us to talk about the fact that there are people in our neighborhood, our community, who need diapers and don't have access to enough clean diapers or incontinent products. And we're not just talking babies. We're talking birth all the way through all of those stages of life. We have neighbors right here in Wyndham and surrounding towns who don't have enough access to clean adequate incontinent products. So what goes on during Diaper Need Awareness Week? Is it just as it says, it's a way to make people think about the fact that, yeah, there are some people who need them for obvious reasons, young, old, who sometimes can't get them. Absolutely. That's the whole point of this week is for us to sort of remind everybody that there are folks who are in need and that, um, you know, a simple monetary contribution or a diaper donation or just, you know, if you've got extra diapers at home before you throw them out, thinking about maybe reaching out to somebody who might need them can make a huge impact for us and our neighbors. So how exactly do people do that? Great question. So the reality is, is that we're able to purchase diapers at a much cheaper rate than you can find them, say, at the grocery store. So a monetary donation can go a lot further for us. Um, it allows us to purchase more and sort of purchase the right size. And you can do that on our website or, um, you know, there'll be links on our Facebook page this week. But if that's not in the cards and you have some diapers on hand, um, you know, lots of times we get diapers when somebody's child has outgrown them or a loved one passes away, they have extra incontinent products. We're always happy to take those. So shoot us an email and we can either pick them up or you can drop them off at our office. Eddie, what do you say to the people who say, well, wait a minute, why do we need this? Because... Why can't they get diapers through some of the safety net programs like WIC or SNAP? That would be fantastic. But unfortunately, neither of those programs offer diaper coverage. So when we think of WIC, which is women, infant, and children, lots of times folks think, obviously, they're going to offer diapers. And the reality is, is that's just to cover nutritional needs. That's just to cover food um, and, you know, juice and milk and those things. It doesn't cover any incontinent product or wipes. And those things can get really expensive. Um, if you're not diapering somebody, I would encourage you this week, uh, bef before you pass judgment, uh, to take a stroll down the diaper aisle at the grocery store um, or, you know, Walgreens or CVS. They're very expensive. And when you think about diapering one child, that's somewhere between usually $100 and $150 a month. And that doesn't include wipes. And when you think about diapering an adult, someone who has incontinent needs as an adult, that can easily run you into the 200s. So these things are not cheap expenses, but they're necessary. Well, Addie, guess what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to skip the, uh, the trip down the diaper aisle. I will let your excellent description get the point across to me, and I get the point. But that being said, what are implications of not having enough diapers? Yeah, for young families, you know, it can mean that a parent doesn't go to work because it's easier to keep a kid home in either a 
dirty diaper or to extend the use of a diaper. So at home, you know, we may be leaving a kiddo in a diaper for a little bit longer than they should be, whereas if they were in a child care facility, the child care facility requires you to send in the diapers. And if you don't have enough, um, then you might not keep sending them to daycare. And so that keeps people from working. And that's a true fact. That's a real reality for a lot of our neighbors. And then take it to the other end of the age spectrum here with older adults and why they need diapers. And people might not think about that if they don't need them, but that's a serious issue, I think, especially for women. It is. It is a very serious issue, and it leads to all sorts of bad things, you know, skin breakdown, irritation, changes in mood. It also prevents people from leaving the house because if you're somebody who needs incontinent products and you don't have enough of it, you're going to be really self-conscious about leaving the house. And we know isolation is terrible for folks as they age. And so that's, that's a tragic side effect. But one of the worst side effects we see in older adults is UTIs or, you know, infections that then cause hospitalizations and often can lead to nursing home stays, which is completely preventable. You know, if folks have access to clean, adequate incontinent product, we can prevent those infections and in turn prevent that trip to the emergency department. Um, and it, it sounds, it, that sounds wild, but it happens every day. You know, every day we have folks in our neighborhoods who are falling victim to not having enough diapers and then are dealt these serious, serious consequences all because we just don't have enough product for them to have clean adequate access to incontinent products. And is it safe to assume that adult diapers cost more than children's diapers? They do. They do cost more. And, you know, the reality is is that just based on sort of what a diaper does, an adult has to go through more of them because of the sort of amount that they produce. So when we're thinking about diapers, adults have, uh, have to be changed usually more often than a young child does. And so not only do the, does the product itself cost more, but they're usually using more of the product. So it can become very expensive very quickly. Diaper Need Awareness Week runs September 18th, that's today, through September the 24th. Is that a program, Diaper Need Awareness Week, that is put on by your organization, Will I Wellness, or is that some national or international movement? <laughs> and I use the word movement carefully. my knowledge, it's national. I don't think it's international yet. Uh, you know, there's a, diapers are expensive everywhere, but there, in other countries, there seems to be better safety net options um, than we have here in the States. But it is a national movement to sort of recognize and raise awareness about diapers because, you know, believe it or not, but this isn't something people like to talk about. So it's not something that is at the forefront of our mind. And they're really, you know, when we talk about, um, people needing access to food. There are some holidays and sometimes it's the year that that sort of easily fits into what's going on around us. Diapers don't really have their own, um, you know, there's not a time of the year where we think about diapers unless we're the person who's putting diapers onto a small person or a big person. So this week is set up specifically just to raise awareness and, you know, make everybody aware that there are people who might not have access to the things they need. You know, Addie, when I hear this phrase, the Wyndham Diaper Bank, I have this perception of like an old bank building and you store all the diapers inside like the vault. I'm guessing that's not what happens, but when people do donate diapers to the Wyndham Diaper Bank and to Will I Wellness, where do you store them before they're distributed? 
Yeah, I wish we had it. I wish we had a drive up window where we could just hand them out. So we store them. Um, we have an office space that is up at 132 Mansfield Ave, right, right there on the hospital grounds. And we disperse diapers that way, straight from there. I've never seen a room full of diapers before. You got to show me that sometimes. This is the Wyndham Diaper Bank concept is all under the umbrella, hmm, good word for today, of Will I Wellness. Tell us what the overview of Will I Wellness is and what the overall mission for the organization is. Yeah, Will I Wellness, our whole goal is just to promote wellness in our community. We started about, it will be 20 years next um, next year. We started as a bunch of high school students who were just trying to make um, a little bit of impact in our community, and it's grown and changed and evolved quite a bit. So we also oversee the local Special Olympics program, and um, you know we're really excited to be launching a dementia-friendly initiative in October. But our goal is just to identify sort of weak points in our wellness structure in our community and work to address those. We're all volunteers. No one is paid. Um, just a bunch of people who want to make our community a, a better and healthier place to live. All right, back up on that list a little bit here. First off, you talked about the Special Olympics program that Will I Wellness oversees. Basketball and pep squad start this week. So people involved in Special Olympics, people with special needs kids, they can get out and do some hoops and some cheerleading? Yeah, absolutely. We would love to see you. So basketball and pep squad start this Thursday, and we're so excited took a nice long hiatus after COVID, but we are excited to be back and safe. We'll be practicing at Wyndham Middle School, so we're grateful for that space. Um, and we've got a whole bunch of folks signed up. So if anybody is interested and has not yet signed up, they can shoot us an email and we will be happy to connect them um, to the right form so we can see them on Thursday. And again, that's a branch of the Special Olympics program, and, and I'm assuming that your Will I Wellness, the role you play in the Special Olympics program, also has its big event in March every year, the Special Olympics swim meet. That's what you're talking about, right? Yes. Yep. We, you know, the our Special Olympics program runs sports all year long. So we do basketball and pep squad. We do swimming. We're excited to be bringing um, back bowling in the spring. And then we do a walking program during the summer. So we've got all sorts of really cool programs. Uh, We were so fortunate this past summer. We got so much support. The Wyndham Golf Course hosted a one-day golf scramble for our athletes. And then Ray and the rugby team hosted a really great, fantastically run rugby clinic for our team. So we've had some really cool experiences this past year, which has really helped us to grow our Special Olympics program. You must know somebody at the Wyndham Golf Course. Is that true? <laughs> I may know somebody up there. <laughs> uh, she married him. <laughs> All right. And you also touched on the new initiative that starts next month related to dementia. Can you expand upon that? Yeah. Dementia friend, a dementia-friendly community is it's a national movement to have communities more inclusive and thoughtful about how we interact with people who have dementia. The whole goal is to keep people with dementia safe and to make sure that their caregivers felt feel supported um, in the communities where they live and work. Um, and there's only one other town in the state of Connecticut that is considered dementia-friendly. So we will be the second town in the state of Connecticut to complete, hopefully, complete that mission so that we can um, we can make sure that our you know, our neighbors and our colleagues who either have dementia or are caring for somebody with dementia know that we see them, we're caring for them, and that we want them to feel safe and secure right here in Wyndham. 
That is outstanding. All part of Will I Wellness, which is, as it sounds, W-I-L-L space capital I space wellness. It's radio. I have to, you know, create a little theater of the mind for you here. And this Will I Wellness concept began 19 years ago back in 2004. And I, I, I like the story of how it began. Give us your version of it, Addie. Yeah, we were doing, a, um, so it was my, my brainchild back in high school. We wanted to have a best bu- a buddy walk, which was to raise money for the National Downs and Nerd Society at the time. And so we um, started doing that. But one of our teachers said, well, you know, there are people who don't have enough heat. <laughs> it was the dead of winter. And so a group of us, there were, I think, nine of us who crocheted and knitted hundreds of scarves as a fundraiser. I think, I think it was over 500 scarves. Um, and Scott Haney came out to see the scarves and talk to us about it because uh, it was tremendous. We sat, every one of us sat in classes and just crocheted and knit scarves for, I don't know, probably six months. And we raised hundreds and hundreds of dollars to be able to donate to make sure that all of our neighbors and friends had um, access to heating funds should they need it in the dead of winter. That's a great story, all beginning back in 2004. This is Diaper Need Awareness Week beginning today. Now, if there are people listening, either with kids who need the diapers or with parents or maybe the older people who do have various incontinence issues who need them, how do they find out more information about this? How do they get to take part in the Wyndham Diaper Bank's diaper distribution? Yeah, we so you can call us, 860-576-9005, or shoot us an email, uh, and it's hello at org. And do you do a group distribution on certain days or certain times of the year? Do you do like a couple a day? How, how does the distribution work? Yeah, we deliver straight to some family's front doors. That's our main objective is to get to make this not painful for anybody. And so we deliver 100 diapers right to people's doorsteps. Um, and that's the deal we have with most of the families we work with. Some families prefer to pick them up, which is also okay. And then the other thing we do is we deliver directly to a couple of child care facilities. So Wyndham Public Schools, Early Childhood Education, we drop them right off there. Um, Eastern Center for Family and Child Development, we drop them right off there that people don't need to, parents don't need to add an extra stop or step in picking up diapers. But for most folks, as long as you live, you know, within a a good radius of us, we will drop them right off on your doorstep. You don't have to say hi or come out. We just leave them there and send you a text, let you know that they're safe and secure on your door. You can grab them whenever. I'm really impressed with the scope of your organization. You're carrying a a lot of uh, diapers around to a lot of different areas and how many different people you've been able to affect. And that being said, can we wrap things up this morning, Addie, with maybe a feel-good story or two from people who had a need for diapers for their kids, for themselves as adults, maybe for their parents and the like, and they really couldn't afford them. And the Wyndham Diaper Bank came to the rescue and after the fact, they thank you, and we're so appreciative that this organization exists. Yeah, we had, and I, I have full permission to share this story from the family involved, but we had a um, woman who reached out and said uh, her parent was moving into her house from out of state, and she didn't know what her parents' needs were, but she was pretty sure her parent was going to need some diapers. Um, 
you know, it's hard with older adults because it, that can be embarrassing for folks to talk about. And so she really wasn't sure if her mom was going to need them or not, but could we drop some off? So we did. We dropped some off, and I didn't, didn't hear anything back from her for a little while. And then I got this text message that was like, thank you so much for these diapers, you know, whatever, how helpful they were, and asked if we could give her some more. And she was, I don't want to say apologetic, but she really was worried about taking from somebody else who needed them more. And we reassured her that wasn't the case. So we dropped some more off, and we, we never heard another thing. Um, and then about a year went by, and her mother moved out of her house and into a nursing home for other reasons, and she donated the diapers she had on hand back to us. They, they weren't from us, but, you know, she had purchased them as her mom had lived there, and she gave them back to us and with this sweetest note about how, you know, there was no judgment. There were no questions. We didn't ask her to jump through any hoops. We just said, sure, you know, where, where can we drop the diapers off? What size do you need? Where can we drop them off? And she said, you know, at a time when she was really struggling to just figure out if she was doing the right thing or if this, if she was going to be able to provide enough for her mom, that just that simple approach made it so much easier for her to take a deep breath and know she was on the right path. Great story, Zaddy. That's exactly what I wanted to, wanted to hear. Diaper Need Awareness Week begins today. It runs through September the 24th. One in three local families struggle with diaper need, not enough diapers, no access and the like, and the Wyndham Diaper Bank here to help out. All part of Will I Wellness. More information at 576-9005. Addie, thanks for joining me this morning. Thank you, as always, Wayne.